You're listening to The South Stands, a Buckeye football podcast by Ohio State fans for Ohio State fans on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, and SoundCloud. Here we go. Big Ten Championship game this Saturday, December 7th, number one and 12-0 Ohio State versus number eight. 10 and 2 Wisconsin. Ohio State is a 16 and a half point favorite. The over under is 55 in this game. Uh, mm. As usual, the game's going to be played at Lucas Oil Stadium in Indianapolis. Kick is 8 p.m. Eastern. The game will be broadcast on Fox. Gus Johnson, Joel Clad on the call, and uh, Plumber's girlfriend, Jenny Taft, on the sidelines. Yeah, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, <laughs> overall, Ohio State is three and one in the Big Ten title game. This is their third meeting with with Wisconsin in this game. As all you guys remember, Ohio State won the first two matchups, fifty nine zip, in the twenty fourteen uh, title game. That was uh, while Ohio State was on its way to a national championship, and then twenty seven twenty one in the twenty seventeen game, and that was J T Barrett playing on one good leg in that one. Um, Ohio State pulled it out. Uh, as you guys remember, uh, not too long ago, on October 26th, Ohio State beat Wisconsin in the shoe, 38-7. They outgained the Badgers 431-191. to Ohio State held Jonathan Taylor to 52 yards and 20 carries. J.K. Dobbins, for the second time, outperformed Jonathan Taylor, 163 yards rushing on 20 carries, two TDs. And, of course, wow. Chase Young really started his Heisman campaign in that game finishing with five tackles for loss, including four sacks and two forced fumbles. He was a force to be reckoned with. Um, This is interesting. Ohio State hasn't had an in-season rematch since 1975 when they played UCLA twice. That year, they beat UCLA in the non-conference 41-20. And that was on their way. That sounds weird when you hear that. Yeah, yeah. 41-20, they beat UCLA. That game was actually played in the Coliseum. That year, the only reason I know that is I happened to come across a recording of the game on YouTube recently. That game was actually played in the Coliseum, where the where USC typically plays. Ohio State won forty one twenty. That was on their way to an eleven zero regular season and a number one ranking, and then they lost to the Bruins in the Rose Bowl twenty three to ten. So why don't we go around the horn here, guys, and get some initial impressions? Chad, we didn't have you on board last pod, so why don't we get started with you? Just uh, give me a few initial impressions on this game going in. Uh, but first of all, excellent job on that uh, Michigan preview, guys. That was sweet. Thanks, um, buddy. This game, Th- thanks, I, Chad. I, I, <laughs> but you know what? I, I when you said the over under was fifty five, I was like, which they basically saying that Wisconsin is not going to score many points against us. <laughs> I mean, I, right? I mean, am I wrong? I mean, no, that's the way I see it. Creep. Yeah. So, but, you know, I don't, I, their defense is like, they, I don't see how they can stop us. I mean, this is going to be a snore. Um, I, I mean, in my opinion, mm-hmm. I think Ohio State's going to come out because, like, we, we want to keep that number one spot. So we've got to, uh, we've got to, you know, I test, like, beat them handedly. So I, I, I see this game getting uh, a little out of control in the second half. Okay. Mr. Corcoran from your new headquarters in Jacksonville, Florida. Why don't you give us a couple yeah. uh, thoughts on this game going in? 
Yeah, you know, it's interesting. I was just watching the uh, the highlights just to remind myself of what um, how badly we beat them. And um, it was a tight game in the first half. Mm-hmm. And then uh, and then Chase Young just went off. He was just unstoppable. Um, he didn't have a great game last year, as you guys noted, or le- like last week against Michigan. Mm-hmm. He was kind of bottled up for somehow. It was kind of surprising. And Wisconsin uh, had probably the best game of their season, blowing out Minnesota. No one, I don't think anyone expected that kind of a game. No, I didn't. I don't know. I, it's just um, 16 points sounds about right. I thought it was. I thought you guys said it was 12 um, last week. So like maybe it went up or something. It's it's hard to see how they're gonna. I mean, they could they barely move the ball against us. They had a lucky touchdown, and once we <laughs> made the adjustments like they always do, um, day after halftime, we just we just ran away with it. It's just very difficult to see how it's going to be any different of an outcome this game. Okay, fair enough. Fair enough. Paige, how do you see it? So I'm I'm confused. Do you think it's going to be close, or do you think it's going to be a blowout? Different outcome, yeah. I think it's going to be a blow. It's a different outcome from the last game a month ago, or in late October, or whatever. It's, I mean, so that's it, what I'm saying. It's wow. I don't know how I feel about Mikey making a blowout so, prediction. So, like yeah. Really, yeah, it's usually more conservative. So, Mike, you're predicting, right. and yeah. you, you think it'll be Ohio State blowout, or you think Wisconsin makes it closer than than what they did in, in the earlier I'm, gonna think, I, I'm saying it's an Ohio State blowout. Ah, okay. I, I was tempering. I know it's a little confusing. I was tempering that saying Wisconsin played well last week. Chase Young didn't have a good game. Right, right. And, <laughs> you know, maybe it would be difficult, difficult, different, but I just don't see it. I, I don't see it. Okay, okay. Paige? Yeah, that could be close. <laughs> uh, how could it be? I mean, they could have put 50 on him if it wasn't a what monsoon when they played them the first time. Yeah. The only thing, the only thing is, you know, high state's coming off of two pretty uh, physical games, but then on the flip side, you know, going into uh, Minnesota and I think they also had to play Iowa, you know, so it's, I think you can throw that out, right? Like, uh, cause they both had to, you know, have some physical games to get to this point. Mm-hmm. We'll be equally sort of beat up. I don't even buy, I, you know, I just go back to all the cliches or trap games, uh, looking ahead, you know, obviously those don't apply. Uh, beating the same team twice in one year. Yeah, sometimes, but just too much talent for a high state. I think uh, there is a fair amount riding on this game for them. Um, but then interestingly enough, I do, and we'll get to this probably later. In a, in a in a crazy scenario, there's a potential path for Wisconsin to make the playoffs themselves. So they got a lot to play for. Wow, interesting. Well, hmm, I wonder what that scenario is. Matt, what do you think? <laughs> so, so um, you know, watching that game last week, I was I was taken by how Wisconsin was passing the ball more. They were not relying on uh, Taylor or the run game. They weren't using brute force. And they were doing it, uh, I guess, you know, in a, in, a, in, a, you know, a freaking snowstorm. Yeah. And they weren't, they weren't overextending themselves. They were giving their receivers a little ch- chance to make plays, and they did. I think they have, they're a different team than the one we played. Uh, you know, not seismic. They didn't, you know, they're not doing all kind of flea flickers and, you know, all, you know they're, 
not do anything that's you know noticeably or changing their game plan but i think that they are relying uh less on the run and going to the throw a little hmm. bit more so i think you know that how that plays into our hands is this way i think our um you know last week you know our the middle of our defense didn't do too well the linebackers uh i think you know kuda played really well but we really missed weight mm-hmm. i think this game will be our secondary really stepping up and making some big plays and i would even go as far to predict wade gets a pick six or he does or at least has a very least an interception all right um and all and uh, on to that one step further, one of the best news that came out this week is that Taylor got picked as Big Ten back of the year. Yeah. Because, you know, if Dobbins would have won, you would be giving a little fuel to Taylor. But, sorry, it's going back to Dobbins, and I'm afraid he is going to punish punish <laughs> that, that defense. And we could potentially see another three-touchdown-plus over 200-yard game from him. Yeah. Matt, I just want to back you up on your observations from the Wisconsin-Minnesota game last week. Yeah, you were right. It's an interesting box score. Uh, Jack uh, Jack Cohn was 15-22 for 280 yards passing and two touchdowns. Um, Jonathan Taylor only 76 yards on 18 carries. And um, yeah, Wisconsin's shown a little bit of uh, explosion in the, in the passing game, too. Uh, Quintez Cephas had a 47-yard pass reception. He finished with five Pass receptions for 114 yards. And then Groshek, what is he like? I don't even know who that guy is. He had a 70-yard <laughs> touchdown play. I don't know if he's a tight end or a, he's a running back. Uh, had a 70-yard touchdown. Maybe that's just a catch in a long run. But in any case, Wisconsin, yeah, a kind of an interesting box score for Wisconsin in that game. In bad weather, relying on the passing game and not so much with the run. And dare I use a word called finesse with Wisconsin? I mean, it almost seemed like that sort of game a little bit that they mm-hmm. were playing. That goes to completely away from everything that they usually live and breathe and uh, live and breathe by. So it's it will be interesting. But again, that kind of falls into our hands. It gives Chase Young some more time to get to the quarterback. It gives our our secondary uh, a way to uh, to uh, pick off some balls. But again. I think linebacker play is going to be key mm-hmm. uh, because they're not going to go long. They're going to go. They're going to try to hit the middle again. Uh, so if we can stop, you know, Taylor from going over seventy-five yards and keep the keep the middle of the field pretty locked down, it should be a fairly easy game. I'm I'm thinking that we only, you know, it's going to be like forty-five ten, and you know we'll. You know that'll be a decent enough margin to get us, and I, the team will be focused because they've got a lot of new coach is very focused. It's not like someone who's taking this all, this, this journey for granted. So mm-hmm. I think it'll come in very fired up and uh, we'll, it'll be a, a fun game to watch for from an Ohio State Buckeye fan perspective. Okay. Yeah, there, I, I said in last week's pod or the Sunday pod that I, I there just wasn't a, a, a lot of juice in this matchup for me. I mean, as we said, when we, when we looked back on the Ohio State-Wisconsin game, last month or back in late October that, you know, we've seen this movie before. And if you look at the, the statistical profile of this Wisconsin team, uh, they are the, the consummate Wisconsin team. V- very good, solid in all the key areas, just solid across the board. 
you know, 16th in offensive yards per play, 36 in total offense, 15 in rushing offense, 12th in passing efficiency. You know, they don't do a lot of uh, explosive stuff in the passing game, but they always seem to have a very accurate, efficient quarterback. Uh, a stout defense, their eighth in defensive yards, opponents offensive yards per play, so defensive yards per play, and then sixth in total defense. Yeah, it's a perfect example, a textbook of, of a Wisconsin team from the last 25 years. Uh, they have some good wins this year uh, against the committee's top 25. They beat up on a number 14 Michigan. They beat a solid Iowa team in, in Madison. Uh, they're 16th, uh, according to the committee. And then number 18, Minnesota, who actually plummeted in the, in, the, in the rankings this week. They fell all the way down to 18. But be that as it may, three wins against the committee's top 25. So very respectable, very solid. And, and I think if, always, if Ohio State is slowed by injuries, like with, with Fields, Wade, Arnett, we know those guys are all dinged up. Uh, Wade didn't play, as you guys know. And if, and if uh, turnovers are, are a factor again this week, Ohio State has had a little trouble putting the ball on the ground these last few games. Wisconsin, I think, can make this a game. But I think that's the only way they can make this a game. If, if there are injuries that slow them, that slow Ohio State down at key positions, namely fields. Um, but, but I think if, if Ohio State is okay on the injury front, they do a better job of taking care of the ball in this game. I have a tough, tough, tough time seeing how Wisconsin keeps this one close. They, you know, despite what we saw last week, it was, you know, nice to see them do some things in the passing game. But I don't know, against this defense, against that front seven, against that secondary, I, I don't know that they're going to be able to do enough in the passing game to really keep the Ohio State defense, um, you know, off balance. And, you know, we've been saying it all year you have to be more than a one trick pony on offense to compete with Ohio State. I think playing in a dome favors Ohio State, I think it favors their speed, I think it favors their skill players. And, um, you know, this Ohio State team, it is tough to beat the same, a good team twice in a season, as they say, and, and that is true. And Wisconsin definitely qualifies as a good, solid team. But I think this is a special team. I think this is a special season. I think there is a higher uh, mission for this team. It, it goes beyond just winning the Big Ten. Um, I, I honestly think it has its roots. What we're seeing this year and, and what Ohio State has accomplished so far really has its roots and what happened at this time last year, where a 13-1 Ohio State team was not only left out of the playoff, the committee actually put a two-loss non-champ in Georgia ahead of Ohio State in the final rankings. And I just think that was kind of a, an added like, insult to injury. I think this whole season has been about reclaiming their elite status, Ohio State that is, and getting back into championship contention. Um, there were, did you guys happen to see or hear about the interview that Gene Smith did with the Lantern where he talked about why he he left the playoff committee? Um, I don't know if you read yeah. or saw it, but he actually made reference to the fact that Ohio State was jumped by a two-loss non-champ in Georgia and that he was deeply troubled by you know how the, the committee was applying the criteria. Anyway, I just would not be surprised if that was also a big rallying point for this Ohio State team. Chad, I want to kick it back over to you. Why don't you give us your prediction on this one? Uh, I'm going to say Ohio State 47, Wisconsin 17. Okay, 47-17, a 30-point. You saw another 30-point yeah. Ohio State win. Sounds reasonable yeah, to yeah, me. Yeah. All right. Mike, how do you see it? 
Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm going to go with, um, yeah. All, all that I said before about how Wisconsin played well last week, Chase Young didn't have a great game, all that. Despite all that, I still have a hard time seeing it, seeing much of a different result from the first time around. I'm going to go 37 to 10. 37 10. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. I like it. Paige? Okay, follow me on this. Oregon beats Utah. Pac-12 is out. LSU beats Georgia. One SC team is in. Baylor squeaks by Oklahoma. Now, Wisconsin beats Ohio State by two touchdowns. Who has the better resume at that point? Ohio Two lost Baylor. Ohio State's still in. So Ohio State, so LSU's one, Clemson's two. High State's three, who has a better resume? A two-loss Baylor or a, or, or a one-loss Baylor or a two-loss Wisconsin that just beat what everyone's saying could be one of the best teams in the last 25 years? Plus Michigan. There's a way Wisconsin yeah. could so, get in. So do we get a choice to so okay. get a choice of playing on here or in Mars? <laughs> you, dude, none of none of that none of that is that outlandish. And and the other beating, the other beating thing us is, by beating us by two touchdowns is not a little crazy. <laughs> that is a little nuts I, okay. too. Yeah. But, and, and here's the other here's know. the other thing. All of that will have already transpired. They'll know if if every one of those dominoes fell, they would know. Yeah. It's 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 ridiculous. I get it. It's minus three thousand, but it's crazy. Hey, it's fun to think about. Yeah. Well, right. So, yeah. so that is interesting. I mean, you know, Wisconsin already has wins against the committees number 14, number 16, and number 18. And if they take out number one, you know, a team of the committees respected since, you know, the first rankings and had up there in the top two, uh, and yeah. number one for most of the time. Uh, that's an interesting, interesting point. And you're, and, and you're, you're, you're comparing to Baylor. You're not comparing to Oklahoma, and Baylor's non-conference is terrible. It, yeah. Why are we taking this big, long t- walk around the block when you just need your prediction? <laughs> uh, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. If we got beat by two yeah. touchdowns, I don't know if we'd even make squeak in. Maybe a bit if Wisconsin oh, yeah. somehow fluke made it, you know, squeak by on a, on a, on a one point game, then that would be something to talk about. We beat more. Yeah, they're not. Yeah. yeah uh, anyways, we don't have to beat that dead horse. Um, <laughs> it's not going to be close. Fifty-two fourteen. Fifty-two fourteen. Okay. Yeah. Fifty-two fourteen. I like it. Uh, I'm going to make a prediction on behalf of my my father-in-law Ken Meyer. He likes it fifty-five seventeen. So Paige, you guys are in lockstep there. I think on the prediction. Um. I like Ohio State forty-one. Sloaners? I'm sorry, Sloaner. Did I, we not get yours? I'm sorry. Go ahead, man. I I, I, I kind of did it before, but yeah, we're, it's last uh, game was thirty-eight to seven. We're you know we're going to score another touchdown. They're going to score a field goal, so forty-five ten. Forty-five ten. Okay, that's right. All right, I got Ohio State forty-one fourteen. Um, uh, it, it feels now kind of a little low that prediction. Um, but, yeah, I don't see how this one's close. I just, as I said before, I think this team is locked in, and they have a higher yeah. calling this year. 
Yeah, and I'd like to see us get out to a big lead in the first half so Fields can sit the second half. Yeah, yeah, not only Fields, but some other guys too. You know, you got some other guys limping around out there that could definitely use yeah. some rest. So he's playing some big, big, bulky knee brace on Saturday. The, yeah, he is. Well, and, and it'll be interesting to see how that affects his mobility and also the game plan. Will they just try to really use him, you know, from the pocket? Um, yeah, I wonder if that changes the approach at all. Um, we want chug. We want chug. <laughs> sugar. Bringing ch- sugar. Um, I, I do want to get some uh, predictions from each of you on on the final playoff field. But before we go there, earlier this week, the uh, Big Ten released its all Big Ten selections, and there were some interesting results. Uh, first of all, Wisconsin is going to bring three unanimous selections into this game, including Jonathan Taylor, who, Matt, as you referenced, was voted the Big Ten running back of the year. Uh, Their star uh, linebacker, Zach Bond, was also a unanimous first-teamer. And their starting center, Tyler uh, Biotish, I think is how you say his name, he's also a first uh, unanimous first-team selection. Ohio State has five unanimous all-Big Ten selections including Justin Fields, who is the also the Big Ten pl- Offensive Player of the Year and the Big Ten Quarterback of the Year. J.K. Dobbins, unanimous All-Big Ten selection. And by that, I mean both the media and the coaches selected in the first team. I think you guys know what I mean by that. But just to clarify for the listeners, defensive end Chase Young was the Big Ten Defensive Player of the Year and Big Ten Defensive Lineman of the Year. Uh, he's the fourth Ohio State lineman in the last five years to 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 win the defensive lineman of the year. That includes Joey Bosa, Nick Bosa, Tyquan Lewis, and, and now Young. Um, and of course, Young was a f- uh, all, unanimous All-Big Ten selection. Jeff Okuda, also a unanimous All-Big Ten selection. So was safety Jordan Fuller. Um, Jonah Jackson was voted first team by the coaches. Wyatt Davis was voted first team by the, co- the media. And Malik Harrison was voted first team by the coaches. And those guys made the second team on the other uh, on the other teams. Uh, Damon Arnett was a unanimous second team selection. Thayer Mumford, actually, the entire Ohio State offensive line was voted to the first or second team, which I think says something about the improved play of that unit. How awesome is that? And and clearly, I mean, I think if you're going to point to maybe the top three things that has made this team elite, I think you have to look at the the play of the offensive line. That's crazy. My personal opinion. Two. Yeah. One, one or two at most. Yeah, yeah. My, my opinion on, I guess, biggest snub, and I think it's only because he just didn't get enough opportunities, was Chris Olave. He's a third-team selection. I'm sorry, he's the best receiver in the Big Ten. But, you know, he just didn't yeah. get the opportunity set too much on the uh, – you know, in the second and he'll, third he'll, quarters. He'll get it next year. He'll man. get it next year. Yeah, I mean, you know, you, you can't give all the awards to, you know, all the spots to one team. But it you guys have any comments on on the all Big Ten selections? Any snubs you want to mention? No, not really, man. I think you guys covered. I mean, you know, I, I not to pour salt the wound, but like, you know, I like I like what Sloaner had to say about, you know, Saturday Dobbins was gonna be like, Fuck you, Taylor. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, I, he, I think that's a Bush League fucking And, you know, Alave, but, you know, he's got next year. So, but, I mean, it's pretty impressive, man. You look from top to bottom on both sides of the ball. I mean, it's Buckeyes. It's awesome. Yeah. No, I agree. I mean, it, they are very well represented on these teams, both the first and second team. So, and that speaks to, you know, the kind of year they've had. 
you know, I still maintain this is the best regular season Ohio State team of my lifetime, and we'll see how they do in the postseason. I hope they can, you know, obviously carry it into the postseason. Guys, any other comments on the All Big Ten selections? No. It should be motivating for our defensive line to want to shut down Taylor as much as it is for Dobbins to want to go off and exactly. rush 200 yards. Yeah. Yeah, well, and it's, this definitely feels like the kind of game where you're going to have to find some added motivation. <laughs> yeah. You know, there's just not a lot of juice. But uh, I guess, yeah, hey, a Big Ten outright Big Ten title should be motivation enough. And, and then one would hope that also what would come with that was a, would be a number one seed in the playoff field. And so, well, let me, get a, let me get your guys' opinions on that. So does Ohio State need to win this game convincingly? To, to lock up the number one seed. Matt, what are your thoughts on that? No, they just need to win. And, I, I mean, it's, it, it's they're, they're playing a ranked team. They've been playing ranked teams the last three weeks. Mm-hmm. So I, I think if it will be, if unless it's some controversy, I, I, like I, even if it's by three points or one point, they will still lock the number one uh, seed. Okay. Mike, what do you think? Do we need to run away with this one to impress the committee to hold on to that one seed? Yeah, I think so, actually. I don't think if we just squeak by with the one touchdown or something like that, we could easily drop down to number two, which I don't think would be the worst thing in the world. But I, LSU's playing Georgia. There is Georgia's number four, you know, four. Yeah. The top four teams are, are in a different class than the top, you know, the top 10 teams, five through 10. Those mm-hmm. are. You know, Georgia's is is considered. You know, they're they're up there. They're considered almost an elite team. If LSU um, um, blows them out, or if they just look really really good beating them, and we sort of look like we're just sort of getting through the victory, or Wisconsin just rolls over on us, I could easily see us dropping to number two. Okay, Paige, what do you think? I'm a Sloaner. I don't think it matters. I think one point we're still number one. The other, and the reason for that is Wisconsin moved up four points or, or four spots in the, in the committee's eyes. Yeah. And the other thing is Wisconsin, Penn state and Michigan are all six to eight spots higher in the committee poll than they are in all the other polls, the, the AP poll and the coaches. Uh, poll. That's interesting. Right? Uh, There's that's no good point. way that the big 10 getting let out of this thing. And, you know, so I'm not suggesting that, but they want a high state one. They want a high state in this playoff. Um, I don't even think they need to, to to win. I bet you they could lose by 20, and they'll still be in the playoff. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, you kind of called that last week. You said that you thought the committee would elevate Wisconsin in the rankings on Tuesday, which would then give them the justification to to give the one seed to Ohio State, and they elevated them four spots, as you as you pointed out. You were right about that. Um, Chad, what do you think? Does Ohio State have to run away with this one to to hold on to the one seed? No, honestly, Zach, I don't think so. I think probably ten points to get to the number one seed. Um, you know. All right. <laughs> All right. I like it. I like it. Now you know, and like I said um, earlier, because I, I think the committee wants Ohio State and Clemson in the national championship, man. So. I mean, I think it's going to set up that way. Hopefully, I want I want Davo, man, Davo, <laughs> Davo, stand that press. <laughs> right? I would say, as far as the, one of the other uh, big games for the implication of the the one seed would be the LSU Georgia game. Z, and as I said, if I was still a betting man, I would put all my 
cash on Georgia getting six and a half against LSU. Okay. All right. I'll take that action, dude. Oh, all day, every day. All right. I also like LSU over Clemson. LSU over Clemson. You mean if they were if they were matched up in the playoff? Yeah, if they're two and three, I like LSU over Clemson. Wow. Okay. All right. All right. Let's. We'll we'll get there in a second. (laughs) Time time traveler. (laughs) (laughs) Actually, (laughs) Chad makes a great point. Nobody in the planet wants to see Clemson. I mean, outside of, you know, the sub, the Southeast, a Clemson LSU finals. They just don't want to see it. Well, we and saw so that last you year. Avoid yeah. that by keeping a, you, yeah. you avoid it by having a high state as, as the one seed. Interesting. Okay. And then, and then hope they win their game. What, I'm a little nervous <laughs> about the fact that the committee can just change their mind from one week to the next, right? This isn't like the poll system or the BCS where you see an accumulation of votes or points and you can see a margin from one team to the next in the rankings. The playoff committee doesn't show that. So we're, we're, what we, we're assuming that Ohio State has built up uh, you know, a lead with this number one w- ranking, right? They've, they've actually kind of strengthened their hold on the lead uh, or on the one, on the one ranking you know, after the big win against Michigan. But I, and that's a reasonable assumption, but we don't know for sure. And it just seems like, you know, from one week to the next, the committee can change its mind and th- tear up what they, what they decided the week before. So we'll see. I, I don't know. I, I, we'll find out. See, I guess we'll see. Think, what do you think, Z, about like all those, like that Homer uh, Clay Travis, whoever the hell he is? He's like, uh, what, he's a Fox just... radio? Yeah. So I would think that the committee, after them beating Alabama the way they did, like, if they were going to go ahead of us at any point, it would have been then. You know what I mean? So. Right. I think even if Ohio State wins it by seven, we still keep the number one seed. That's reasonable. Yeah, that's reasonable. I mean, my, my gut says that the committee wants to keep Ohio State at one. And if and as Paige has already pointed out, if you look at how the, their, their previous opponents have been ranked and they've been elevated to, to beef up their resume, I think that's probably it. I'm just, you know, I'm just a little nervous because the committee can kind of just change their minds from one week to the next. LSU is number one in the polls right now. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. I got coaches, but that's some bullshit, man. So you know the margin's got to be pretty close, even though they don't show the margin for the committee. Uh, Yeah, that's a good point. You know they got to be thinking it's close. Let me ask you guys this. Why do you want to be number one? Why why wouldn't you want to face Clemson as – in the in the first playoff game, then LSU in the championship game. Because I want to be undefeated, number one. Like you said, this is a team of destiny. This is our year. This is the year we can get these guys. Both of those teams in one year. Yeah. This we, is we the wear, year. We yeah. can wear a red this jersey. This is a special so. team. Yeah. We're <laughs> scarlet This the is whole our time. best chance to get Clemson and LSU in the same year. Yeah, that's what I want. I want to be number two. Fair enough. I hope LSU blows out Georgia. <laughs> okay, and Matt, that's what I'm hoping that, for. All right, and, and Matt, I know you've you've said you don't really care. You know, if they got to play two games anyway, got to beat the best to be the best. So, yeah, right. good point. Yep. Uh, yeah, I, maybe it doesn't matter. I I personally don't want to see Clemson in the first round. I'd rather face Utah. But then again, you careful what you wish for. Maybe. Who knows? Maybe Utah or Oklahoma or somebody's got the kryptonite for Ohio State. Yeah, um, it's like Cardell. Like we. Get what was the more? Let me ask you guys this: What was the more satisfying win in 2014, the Alabama victory or the Oregon victory? 
What was oh, the most man. satisfying sure. win? Yeah, being, no question. Exactly. Yeah. They were both. <laughs> By the time you want to, you want to be Utah or Baylor or Oklahoma, and then and then stop it. They were. (laughs) I mean, the championship game will be a good game because it'll be either Clemson or LSU. And also, it's the championship game. Look, the the the, (laughs) right, right. They were two different meals, but they were both as equally satisfied. They had different tastes. And different serving right. portions, but they had, one had different. Creme brulee, one had, they had, yeah. they had different sorts of satisfaction to them. I mean, so I, I like that. I like that it analogy. Would be better to get them both because this is a team of destiny. This is our team. I mean, like you said, they just don't. We can't find a weakness on this team. Yeah. It's just even if we do, if even if they do run over, you know, the middle, like we were saying. We make these days makes these adjustments and and bam 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 it's all taken care of and we end up and we haven't had a close game in the fourth quarter for God's sake. Interesting. But you know what? We still haven't found out if he's Neo yet, and we still have to wait and see how he could do <laughs> when we get into deep. When we get into deeper waters, when uh-huh. we do play teams that have as much athletic talent as we do and see what he can really do. Yeah. Well, I think that's a good point. And I think Gallagher made that point last week on or last Sunday on the pod. Like, I mean, when have we come away from any of these opponents thinking, whoa, these guys had equal talent, right? In my personal opinion, it was only Penn State. It was on one side of the ball. And that was that was the defensive side of the ball with guys like Parsons and Gross Matos and, and those guys. But I haven't come away from most of these 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 matchups thinking man, that team had equal talent. Maybe they had a player or two that you had to be careful. But now, when you face you face Clemson or, or you face LSU, I mean, that is like talent. They've got dudes that can that can match up across the board. So I don't, you make a compelling argument, Mike. I think I you know I I think you're right. I mean, is there as a as an Ohio State fan, if I'm being honest with myself. Fuck yeah! A first round, a semifinal win over Clemson would be way more satisfying than it would be over. Clemson's not the same Utah. team as they were last year. They yeah, just um, are, and they were tough. They're just not the same same team they were at two years ago with Deshaun Watson when they blew us out in the playoffs and humiliating, embarrassing loss. Mm-hmm. Now we can get them, and then we could also beat LSU, who who their defense is just not that strong. Terrible. I mean, yeah. They're, they're not on defense is Utah. Yeah, Utah's got a good defense. So, okay, so so th- that's a good point. I, I that's a that's a good argument, Mike. I know a lot of Ohio State fans are clamoring for that one seed because they want the easier, you know, I'm putting in air quotes semifinal. But I think you make a compelling point there. So all right, well that leads us into the next thing I'd like to talk about. I want to get your each of you your playoff field predictions one through four. Chad, I'm going to start with you. Give me the field. One for what? What's the committee going to tell us on Sunday? I think it's like at noon Eastern. What's the four going to look like? Uh, I'm going to take Ohio State number one. Okay. Um, LSU two or yeah, LSU two, Clemson three, and Utah four. Okay. Paige, what's the field going to look like on Sunday morning? It, it, I, I agree with my buddy. Exactly. One, like, two, three, and four. Utah's the fourth seed. Utah gets nice, in. Brother. All right. I like it. Yep. Uh, Mr. Corcoran, give us your four. 
Uh, you know, it's hard to disagree with that. That's the conventional wisdom. If everything goes as planned, it's probably going to be that, um, Utah is going to get in. They're going to beat Oregon. Um, I don't want to play Utah. I'd rather give you what I want to see. <laughs> I want to say it. Say it. Just, just give us your top four. I want OSU. All right. I'm going to go LSU one, OSU two, Clemson three, and uh, I'll go Oklahoma four. Oklahoma four. Okay. So you got an Ohio right, State Clemson semifinal. Uh, it's pretty juicy. All right. Uh, I like Ohio State number one. LSU two, Clemson three. I feel like Oklahoma could sneak in at four. Um, you know that that there's no guarantee Utah gets by Oregon on a neutral field on Friday night. Um, yeah, Oklahoma they, they beat. Uh, you know, I'll settle for Oklahoma. I, I, I mean, Oklahoma, I mean, the other now. thing about Oklahoma, if you're looking at the three teams that are are, are kind of left, right? Oklahoma, Baylor, and then Utah. Oklahoma has a player in Jalen Hurts, guys like Hurts, C.D. Lamb. I'm blanking on the name of their running back. They've got a dynamic, explosive offense that I think is going to generate offense against anybody. That team scares me a little bit. So that's my four. That my four. I think Oklahoma sneaks in at number four, and and we'll see. Loner. Yeah, if Oklahoma gets by. Uh... Like they, it looks like they're. I mean, their strength, statistic wise, their strength of schedule is going to be more impressive than most of the other teams. I agree, Zach, Sloaner. What's your number four? Did, your did four? you not? Did you not get my envelope in the uh, mail, Zach? You just, you just like <laughs> skipping me all the time. <laughs> I'm What's sorry going about on that. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, Bucks number one, number two, Georgia. Ooh. Number three, Clemson. Number four, wow. LSU. Wow. Okay, so you like Number Georgia? Four, who? LSU. LSU. So, so, so Matt's calling Georgia a Georgia winning. win in in the SEC Thank title. Page. Okay. Yes, <laughs> LSU's going to lose to Georgia, but still get in. That's what you're saying. Yeah. Yes, that's exactly what I'm saying, Mike. Yeah. Okay. Okay. And a lot of people think. <laughs> All right. I like it. All right. Hey, that's a pretty good effort for a Thursday, guys. Thanks so much for making the time. We will reconvene on Sunday after the playoff selection show. I'll send you guys the time.